Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe. Here, after watching the New York Jets get completely destroyed and demolished by a Kansas City Chiefs team that was not even seriously playing. This was a Chiefs team that was on cruise control. They were not playing as hard as they could have been against us, and they destroyed us. They, they laughed us out of the building. We looked like a team that had no business even being on the field with them, and not just that. No, that's not where it ends. Our coaching was fully exposed, exposed for exactly, exactly what they are. A bunch of damn cowards. So I'm going to get into it. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I want to go back and forth about this football team. I love it. Also, leave me some feedback. I want to hear about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, so go ahead and get into the show. Because I'm fired up. Let me tell you something. I could talk about a lot of things. I could. I could talk about the offense. I could talk about the issues. And and we're going to get into that. I could talk about the defense. I want to go straight to the head of this goddamn team. I want to talk about the coaching. I have never seen a coach. I have never seen a team be so pissed, poorly coached as we were today. Never seen it. We We are a team that is at the edge we are a team that has nothing. We are starving. We are, we are now 0-8, and, and we're out there getting conservative in the red zone. We're getting conservative at the 30. We're playing against one of the best offenses to ever exist in the NFL. And you think that killing drives on third and 12 with wide receiver screens makes sense? Daryl Loggins, Adam Gates, everybody should be fired. There's, there's no reason that these guys should still be here. No reason. What the Chiefs did today, what the Chiefs did today was not only show us the difference in how much better their franchises ran in ours. Not just that. They did not just show us the difference of how much better their roster is than ours. No, not just that. They showed us the difference in coaching. They showed us the difference in aggression. They showed us the difference in the will, the heart, the will to win. That's what they showed us the difference in today. The Chiefs, a team that is sitting right now in a driver's seat, a lot of people look at them and say, hey, they're in the driver's seat right now in the AFC. This is a team that could be in the Super Bowl. This is a team that has a shot. This is a team that's going to make a push. They came in and they played and did what they needed to do. On fourth down, they faked punts. On third downs, they found ways to convert. They did whatever they needed to do. They took shots. They tested us. And we did the complete opposite. We played scared. We played scared. We coached scared, and we're coached like losers. That's who we truly are. A bunch of damn losers idiotic and it was embarrassing 
Last week, we have four yards of total offense in the second half. This week, we only have 30-something yards of total offense. This is ridiculous. In the modern-day NFL, how is that possible? The rules are literally slanted for us to, for, for the offense to have an advantage. And you struggle yet again in the, in the second half again? Sam's running for his life. He's getting hit all game. This is insane, man. It's insane. I can go on all day. 35 to 9, and they were in cruise control. 35 to 9. I'm going to get to these callers. That's what I'm going to do. Because I want to talk to y'all, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Because this game was atrocious to watch. It was atrocious. We are so piss poorly coached. We are we are the we have the worst coaches in the entire league and it's not even close. And it's been exposed on a weekly basis. 515-602-9639 is the number. Please call in. I want to hear your thoughts on this on this game against the Chiefs. Do not curse on my show. I'll get you faster. I'll get you out of here faster than Adam Gaze can ruin offensive talent. It's pretty damn fast. I'll get you out of here. I cannot believe that we got beat like this. There was a time when we had a chance. We had a stop. And we played so scared and so conservative offensively. We were playing to lose. This team's a joke. This coaching staff is a joke. A complete damn joke. I'm embarrassed to be a Jets fan. Stinks. And it sucks. I'm going to Elias first. Elias, give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on watching this game. Give me your thoughts on watching the Chiefs beat the Jets 35-9. to Hey, how you doing, man? I don't know why you're so surprised. I totally saw this coming. But the it's not that I'm surprised. The it's, it's not that I'm surprised. 100%. Yeah, listen, first off, I want to thank you for calling in. It's not that I'm surprised. I'm not Absolutely. surprised that we got beat by the Chiefs. I'm not. My problem is is the lack of competitive nature, the lack of fight. Yeah. My my I, what I'm surprised by is this, Elias. If I'm surprised by anything is last week we saw the struggles, right? We saw the struggles offensively in the second half, four yards of total offense, right? You come out this week. Yep. With you should be hungry. You should be starving. You should be willing to do anything and everything you knew coming into this week. You are facing the Chiefs, which is an offensive juggernaut. This one, this is the best offense in the league. You know for a fact that you have to throw everything and the kitchen sink at them because you're not talented enough. And you know what, Elias? We didn't do any of that. We did nothing. Nope. As a matter of fact, Elias, we gave up on drives. We killed drives. Yeah. We, we called wide receiver screens on third and 12. Oh, my God. Is, isn't that Those ridiculous? What's the obsession with goddamn Braxton Berrios? First of all, you guys are like 5'9", and you're out here taunting corners, and you have like five drops. And I don't yeah. know why we're just throwing some screens to this dude. He has no yards after the catch ability. He's terrible. And, of course, all the fans before this season, oh, well, you know, we couldn't drop the second wide receiver because he got Braxton Berrios. Like, it just third downs to Adam Gates means give up. Like it just run up the middle or pass behind the line. I can't take all these goddamn screens anymore, man. It's just like 
if I if I'm gonna lose, which I'm expecting to lose, and at this point I want to lose point in winning, but I actually want to see confidence. Okay, I've never played a game of football in my life, and I know when I'm playing Madden on my phone not to throw behind the line on third and twelve. I think a toddler knows that. You know what? This Man. is what happened. Adam Gates realized the Bills beat us last week only kicking field goals, so he decided, oh well, we should we should try that and see what happens. <laughs> I mean, I mean it, it, Mahomes it, threw a softball pitch for a touchdown. He, he yeah. pitched the ball like a softball, like in softball, yeah. and scored a touchdown that way. Like, it can't get – and, all, man, when they should have just taken Sam after he got hurt like that. Like, what's the point? Like, I was thinking, oh, yeah, he's going on IR. It's over. Like, and Flacco, it looked like he was just passed out on the bench. Like, oh, I really got to play now? Fine. You, you know what else killed me, though, Elias? You know what else killed me is the fact that, yet again this week, Frank Gore out-snaps, has more carries yep. than P. Ryan. Again. 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 The same run Johnson play on the first down Dude, every time bad. up the middle. It's the same damn play call every week on first down. Same play call. Aren't you tired of and that? And here's the thing. When they don't run the ball, when they don't run the ball on first down, they run empty back set, so you know they're passing oh. Like, it's just so predictable. I could figure it out. And like I said, I've never played a snap of football in my life, like real football, not like – and then – and I'm just out here on my TV just being like, oh, yep, screen, screen run, uh, no vertical pass. I, Sam must be – like, even when Sam's not hurt, why, why is it so hard to just attempt a vertical pass? And why not try oh to get wins involved? Two catches on a day. Like, That's what he had. You know what blew my mind, too, though, Elias, and you started to touch on it, was the lack of shots at the end zone in the red zone. What are we waiting yep. on? <laughs> what are you waiting on? You're in the red zone. Take a shot at the end zone. Try to score. It's unbelievable, Dude, I don't man. even care if it's a turnover if we're actually trying to score. Like, we're just playing field goals. It's unbelievable, man. And you can't tell me Completely. that goddamn Loggins was calling the plays. Gase was 100% calling the plays. <laughs> and even if, you know, Loggins is his puppet, man. I wouldn't be, Loggins is, that's his, you know, that's his, that's his dude, you know? Like, they're the package deal. And, man, like, I want I want him fired so we can lose every time. Because, like, our strength of schedule is so tough that if we have the same number of wins as another thing I'm going to pick, but I just want them fired for clarification that they're going to be gone after next year. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. But listen, Elias, I want to thank you for calling in, man. I got, I got to get to these calls. My lines are, are stacking up. It was good to talk to you, man. Please call in the next time I have a show, bro. Of course. Every week, man, for sure. All right. You have a good one, man. All right. You too, man. Man, listen. Let me tell you something. This football team looked so it was just it was just completely just uncompetitive. Just nothing. We went out there and look, I understand getting beat. I get it. The Chiefs have more talent. They're a better football team. When you look at them on paper, I get that. But to go out there and just not have any kind of fight and just give up where your coaches are giving up. Your coaches are the one. Losing you games. Your coaches are the ones that are putting you in positions to fail. Give it up on drives. Not taking advantage of things. It's just unbelievable. 
unbelievable. And Chris Herndon, you're trash. You're trash, Chris Herndon. Yet another turnover this week for you. Yet another one. In your critical time. I'm going to come to the chat soon. And I'm going to keep going with these callers. Next caller coming on. Give me your thoughts about this game against the Kansas City Chiefs today and this coaching. What are you? What are your thoughts on how we handle situations in the red zone here with the Jets? This team is a goddamn meme. Well, say it again. We can barely hear you. Kind of breaking up. Oh, this team is a meme. Honestly, I mean, I'm just kind of angered out because what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah, look at the situation I, like this. I look yeah, at the really situation can't. like this. Yeah, this, this this situation with this football team, looking the way that it looks, going out there being uncompetitive, getting their doors blown off on a weekly basis. I mean, we struggled last game in the second half. We struggled. We, I mean, we fully struggled. Then we come into this week, and we struggle yet again in the second half again. 30-something yards of total offense in the second half, that is not going to get it done against the Chiefs. What are your thoughts about the lack of adjustments and the play calling being even more horrific in the second half? Bro, I know. I know, man. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I can't believe Gore yeah. have like more carries than Michael P. Ryan. I mean, it's insane. If you think yeah. that just goes on and leaves and, like, you expect him to be our number one, but we have like a 37-year-old at running back. You're going to break his yeah. legs if you're going to get a lot of carries. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Like every single week I'm watching, and like I'm watching the Jets. It's basically wasting 45 minutes of my time. Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. This yeah. team is a meme. Jesus. Yeah. And, and, and it's, the it's, way it's, it's, I, I feel so bad, man. The way we're treating Sam Darnold is just insane, bro. I mean, yeah. how can you give him, like, a true number one receiver? That just mind-blows me. That just, just blows my mind. And yeah. then they, we just give him the, the likes of Rashad Pyramid, who said, oh, he's going to be the next number one wide receiver after a, a, good, a good season with the Bucks. La, la, la. It's a joke. Yeah. I believe it's Yeah. What were your thoughts about the defense? Because I, I dude, I mean, Tariq, Tyreek Hill was just doing whatever he felt like he wanted to do out there, right? I mean, we couldn't stop him at all. There was just nobody to stop him whatsoever. Bless Austin getting cooked, Desir getting cooked. I mean, how do you feel about the way our secondary plays? I mean, you really can't play them. Honestly, we're going against the Chiefs. What do you expect? And you said it yourself, it's an offensive-driven league. So, I mean, there's just people just running wide open out of nowhere, just popping off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, just, just laid Ashton Davis hell. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for calling in, man. It, it was good to speak to you. I got to keep going to these lines. There's a lot of caller, man. A lot of callers coming in. But uh, listen, next time I have a show, man, I definitely want to hear from you. You're a heck of a caller. All right. Yeah, man. It was great to speak to him. Listen, 
This team right now is a mess, dude. This team is a complete mess. There's so many issues. Coaching-wise, it's just ridiculous. We're kicking field goal after field goal after field goal with a team that was on cruise control, a team that you know for a fact you have to, you have to put up points against. You cannot be out here joking. You cannot be out here playing around. This is an offense that it's a juggernaut out here. You cannot be out here joking around with this team. They're too talented. We're too untalented. And you go out here and you're giving up in the red zone. You're giving up on third downs. You're calling screens to wide receivers on third and 12 as if they don't know that that's going to come. You're getting into the red zone. You're not finishing. You're giving up on drives. You're not taking shots at the end zone. That's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. Unbelievable. Completely unbelievable, so bad. I'm going to get back to the calls in just a second. I'm going to go to the savages in the chat. Oh, my goodness. Randy in the chat, salute to you. Randy said we're basically fielding a, a practice squad team. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the way we look. To be absolutely honest with you, that's exactly how we look. We look like a practice squad team. We look like a team that is just not ready to compete at any level. And our coaching is so bad. You see why, the, why things aren't working out well? It's because today the, the Chiefs exposed that. The Chiefs exposed us on every level. And it put our coaching on blast. <sighs> My goodness. Going back to the callers. 702. I'm coming directly to you, man. Give me your thoughts about your assessment of this Jets offense today against the Chiefs. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Man, can I – I had to call you because I need someone to talk to because this team is making me insane. I'm serious, yeah. man. I, I, I've i never seen – I've been a Jets fan since 84. I've seen some bad years. Mm. I've seen the 1-15 with Cole Tight. That team at least had – you know, had had some fight on. I, I I promise you. Yeah. But my thing about my my real question is, how does Christopher Johnson allow this level of incompetence? I'm talking mm. about we get the ball at the 50 yard line with about a minute left before halftime, and you mean to tell me you're going to burn a timeout before you do the fourth down play? <laughs> and then when you need the timeout, when you get the first down, you spike the ball with three seconds left, and guess what? We come up with a fat zero. We missed the field yeah. goal because we didn't have a timeout. And then, you know, like 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 the previous callers, I, I'm sick of bubble screens on third and 13, man. I'm sick of throwing to yeah. the sideline. I'm sick of halfback dives on second and 12s. <laughs> first and 15, we do a halfback dive to our boy, Frank Gore. He's tired. What are we doing? Dude, it's, un it's unbelievable. It, it's, man, and you know, my question is to you, my man, what do you think the management is doing right now looking at this debacle? <clears throat> man, listen, I, first off, I want to thank you for calling in. I think the Appreciate management, it. honestly, <laughs> the ownership here is horrific, and it's always been bad. 
And what we saw today with this team, and you brought up a lot of great points there, the, the horrific time management, the timeout before the play. Then you go out and you kick that, that, you kick that field goal. It gets blocked. And you're mashing, you're mashing to get out there. Doesn't work out. You get no points. You're kicking field goals in the red zone. Instead of scoring touchdowns, you're not taking shots at the end zone because you're playing so scared. You're playing just, I just, I don't know what's going on. I just don't want to make a mistake. When you should be throwing everything in the kitchen sink out, this ownership doesn't give a damn. And it's been obvious. It's been obvious for quite a while. The fact that you hired Adam Gaze. When we had all the other these other coaching candidates, right? The guy that just coached us under the table today, Bianini, we had him in the building. We had Eric B in there. We decided mm-hmm. not to hire him, and we hired a guy in Adam Gaze that had just lit the Miami Dolphins on fire. He had just dropped the nuke over there. That team was literally try, having to rebuild after him. He got rid of players. There was all he fractured that franchise. I'm not making it up. That's documented. He had issues with everybody, and we had no problem with bringing him in here to destroy us. Look what he's doing now, though. You, I, and I hear the frustration in your voice. I'm frustrated for a, a couple of reasons, not just because our coaching is horrific, but look at the position it's put us in. We're, you got people out here questioning if Sam Darnold is even a guy we should move forward with. That is a direct indictment on Adam Gaze because Adam Gaze is the guy that we brought in to better this football team and put Sam Darnold and help him ascend and be in a better position. We're literally sitting here on a weekly basis talking about this, talking about, you know, is is Sam Darnold the guy or not? Can can we move forward with him or not? And then we watch him play and we're going, man, Sam Darnold's not the problem. (laughs) That's what we're saying every week. He's not the problem. He's not the problem. We need to get him some help. We need to get we need to get Gaze out of here. This is atrocious. Man, and, it is so and, atrocious. And, Go ahead. Well, my, th- my 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 what I'm worried about is the fact that they might think at least we scored nine points against the Super Bowl team, right? So they may <laughs> even think about rehiring Gaze for next season to ruin somebody else's. Oh summer. my. God. Listen, I, I couldn't even imagine that to begin with, but listen, I mean, like if, if, if Sam you, Darnold, if, if one second, if the ownership yes, thinks yes. that scoring nine points against the Chiefs means that Adam Gaze is coming back, they're <laughs> even more clueless than I think they are now. They're they're even oh, bigger yeah. idiots than I think they are now, because guess what? Uh-huh. We only we, we didn't we 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 lost to a, a a Buffalo Bills team last week that kicked nothing but field goals. <laughs> so uh, Crazy. what's the excuse for that? It's atrocious, but my next question for you, because you're touching on a lot of great topics, is I know that we talked about the coaching and all that stuff. Can you explain to me why P. Ryan is still getting less carries than Frank Gore? Can anybody explain I that have, to me? Oh, my – man, and, and the thoughts that go <laughs> in my head, I, I try to compensate and think there's got to be a reason why Frank Gore is still running this ball. And either it's just to maybe catch up to be the number one running, you know, back ever, or these guys are purely clueless and don't care about the future of what the Jets are trying to show. Because T. Ryan, he needs those carries. And I have no idea, like, why are we still – like, Gore should even tell the coach, like, coach, don't you want to see what's going on with the young buck? (laughs) Come on, man, what are you doing? This, this is it, it, insane. Completely baffled, though. It, it, it's insane. I just I've never seen and the, the lack of usage of Mims. I think he only had two catches. 
In this game, again, we're questioning the handling of Mims. Hey, why aren't we finding a way to get the ball in his hands more early, more often? That's ridiculous. But another player on offense that's really annoyed me because he had a lot of hype coming into the season, Chris Herndon. Chris Herndon had yet another critical turnover, another fumble in this game. Give me your thoughts on that, man. Man, I, you know, I, I'm honestly, I mean, I kind of joked with it with my friend today. I said, I think the guy partied before the game, and he's got a hangover, so he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, because as a rookie, we had, we showed, he looked like he had a future promise, a future tight end. We we looked like we had a future tight end. But every every game this guy's been in has been just a disaster for this guy. I don't know yeah. what he's doing. I don't know if he has butter on his gloves. I, I, I don't understand what's going on with him. And and it's very yeah. disappointing to see that we have so much hype for this guy. And, and he's he's really let us down as Jets fans, man. Let the yeah. whole team down. It, it's, it's, dude, it's, it's so ridiculous to watch this, this team play, particularly just the offense. There's such a lack of urgency in the play calling. It's just so ho-hum. It's like like nothing matters. Like it, it, they're coaching just so, oh, whatever. Well, we can do this. Oh, we'll switch it. We'll do this. We'll do that. We'll run the same screen calls. We'll run the same running calls. Then you got players, like you said, like you talked about, Chris Herndon, just out there making mistakes left and right constantly. Guys that we need to depend on not getting it done. It's just right. dude, it's so frustrating. I want to go, go ahead. You know, I, I just wanted to say, it's it's just I mean, I, I just don't understand where we go from here. Like, I, there's there's really no game plan. There's no future setting. There's no future like plan here. I, I I'm very very just disappointed in it all. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you're not the only one. <laughs> we all are, and I you know, I tell you, I know where we'll start. The start is to fire Adam Gaze. Is to get him out of here. There's just this is this is this that whole staff needs to be cleared out. We're seeing the same struggles on a weekly basis. We're, that's exactly where, where's Joe Douglas in this. But the bigger question is how much power does Joe Douglas have? I know a lot of people scream about Joe Douglas. They scream about hey he needs to make a change. Well, look, they both report to the Johnsons. That's how our that's how our our, our, our franchise works. They both report to the Johnsons. So whatever Chris Johnson says goes. Even if Douglas wanted to fire him right now, he wouldn't be able to. He doesn't have the power to. That's how it works. Man, so do you believe Do you believe he's just like a front man? He looks like a GM, but he's not really doing GM things? There's been a lot of questions about the power he has or doesn't have in the franchise. And there's a lot of things, you know, that would lead you to believe that he may just, you know, that he doesn't have a lot of power. But I, I figure we'll see this offseason coming up, how much power he actually has. Because the future of this franchise is literally in his hands. Because if, mm. if, if they brought him in to be the guy that he's supposed to be, then what should happen? This offseason, we should see him hire his own coach. We should see him, you know, yeah. bring in his own, you know, all his own staff to clear all that stuff out. We'll see how it works. But let me tell you something. What's been going on so far from what we're seeing? It, it's insane. Man. It is insane. And, and the simple fact that Adam Gaze is here. The simple fact that Gaze and yeah. Loggins are here coaching literally puts the future of our <laughs> franchise offensively in question. 
We, we literally are talking about on a weekly basis, three young players that we're supposed to be figuring out, you know, where we're going because we're in a rebuild. We're trying to figure things out. We're trying to figure out where we're going, what's happening. Sam Darnold, P. Ryan, and Mims. Every week we talk about them. Every week there's questions. Well, what's going on with Sam? Why are they coaching him? Like, why is he being put in this situation? P. Ryan, what's going on? Why is he getting enough carries? Mims, where the hell are his catches at? Why is he not being utilized correctly in the second half? Every week. Yes. It's the same story. And, 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 and it's just like a lack. You have to build chemistry with these young guys. And I hate to say it, yeah. man. I saw for a split second Sam Darnold's confidence was shot. I mean, he's a shell of himself now because he, he can't trust anything he's doing right now. No. And I'm sad for no. him, man, because I, I, I really looked at Sam Darnold like this can be our potential franchise quarterback. And I'll tell you what, he won't be and much he, if we keep getting a hit like that. It looks like his shoulders or his forearm or something. He's dealing oh, with quite man. a bit of injuries. And he's getting hit more mm-hmm. and more every week. Every did you, did you also hear that um, that uh, Quentin Williams was limping? Like, I think he's injured, yeah. too. I don't know if they're Goodness, man. I mean, and, and just to even <laughs> yeah, just to even talk about the, the defense with you, what are your thoughts about the secondary and the way it looked getting cooked constantly? <laughs> with man, Tyreek Hill just going out of here, man. <laughs> get that guy out of here. And, and I didn't even know until somebody actually said – May's name. I didn't even know he was playing. I I, I really didn't. I didn't hear nothing from the guy. And and you know what? I will Man. give benef- I will give a little benefit of the doubt to the defense because they did hold Holmes. Um, I I think Holmes and them must have thought it was practice, but the defense held their own a couple times. Maybe you know a couple stop drives. But then in return, what does the offense do? Three and out. <laughs> Three and out. <laughs> yeah. On the field. Horrendous. It's insane. It's insane, man. But listen, I want to thank you for calling in. I got to keep going to these lines. You're a phenomenal caller. Next time I have a show, man, please call in. I love speaking to you. Absolutely, Long Beach Joe. I appreciate your time, man. This is this frontal Jets fan, man. I, I, I stay with you oh. all the time, man. I hear you. Thank you so much, man. It's good to hear from you, man. Thank you. You have a good night. Hey, you as well. Man, disgruntled Jets fan calling in. Listen. We're going to keep banging these lines in a second. I'm going to go to the chat really quickly, get to the savages. This is so frustrating to watch this team play the way that they're playing. It's insane. It's insane. I don't have necessarily have a problem losing to a team that's just flat out better than us. It's not what I'm upset about. What I'm upset about is the fact that we go out there and look just uncompetitive. We go out there and we look we look like we have no business being on the field and we're not doing what we need to do to see talent develop. And we're not doing what we need to do on a basic football level. It's basic football. It's third and 12. You don't run a damn wide receiver screen that they know is coming. You get into the red zone against a juggernaut, an offensive juggernaut like the chiefs. You don't give up in the red zone. You're going to lose. We've played better teams. We've seen better teams play them and not do those things. It's insane. Player management, clock management, game management, horrific. He needs to fire everybody. Little Sleepy Creepy in the chat, salute to you, Little Sleepy Creepy. Little Sleepy Creepy says the Jets have been rebuilding for two decades. That's a fact, and we'll keep doing it. As long as we keep wasting 
offensive talent here, as long as we continue to allow ourselves to deal with head coaches that have no clue of what they're doing offensively and staff that have no clue what they're doing offensively, we'll always be trash. Always. Going back to the callers, I'm going to Rich. Rich, my man, first off, I want to thank you for calling in. Rich, give me your thoughts on this horrific offensive performance by this New York Jets team and coaching staff. Well, I I hate to say that I told you so, but I kind of told you this was going to happen. I mean, they shocked me. They scored nine instead of three. And honestly, at this rate, Joe, you got to look at it like this. Adam Gates knows he's getting the ax, right? So, yeah. For example, I recently changed jobs, and the last week that I was at my old job, I pretty much didn't do anything because I was under the impression of, what are you going to do, fire me? So that's basically what Adam Gates is going by right now, that he's like, hey, what are you going to do, fire me? I don't care. I'm not, I'm not going to be back here next year. And it shows on the football field. So that's why he's passed over the, the calling uh, the, the play calling, or he's telling us he did, but all those plays looked like they had Adam Gates' fingerprints all over them. Uh, he makes it seem that, you know, we're out there, we're trying, and we're not. Okay? I mean, don't get me wrong. I joke with you all the time on the show about what's the score going to be in the Jets game and blah, blah, blah. But I at least thought, you know what? Even if we don't score a single point, if we fight every single time we have the ball, even to force down, but at least we look like we're trying to do something, I'll be satisfied with that. But not even yeah. that. We just sit there, like, looking like a bunch of clowns. We looked like, remember the movie Little Giants? We looked like the Giants who were playing against, like, an, an actual, like, professional football team with adults on it. So Man. that's what we look like. Patrick Mahomes is there throwing sidearm throws. He's joking, goofing around. Everybody's just whatever, because that's, that's, what, that's what it is. The New York Jets are one big joke, and everybody sees it. So, they, so now the world champions came out there and made a mockery of you on their home field. Okay? And now I hope that Woody Johnson was watching that, because we all know that Christopher Johnson apparently is stuck in the twilight zone of Adam Gates is a good offensive line. We just have to get the right players or whatever excuse it is that's being painted to keep this man employed here. And what are we going to do? We're just going to sit here week after week after week after week and deteriorate little by little. Yeah. Yeah, You know, Rich, first off, again, I want to thank you for calling in. You, you, you're speaking facts, but I, I just, I can't, I just don't understand this. I don't understand how you can go against a Kansas City Chiefs team as a play caller, as an offensive play caller, realize the weapons that they have and the damage that they can do, and just give up on drives and settle for field goals against the Chiefs. Isn't that, wouldn't that be like one of your keys to the game is, hey, at all costs, we got to do whatever we can do to get into the end zone. We can't fold. We can't do this. We, we, we can't give up on drives. We can't do those. We can't have a lack of urgency on offense with our play calling. I mean, I just don't, I just don't understand how, you can, how they can continue to do that, Rich. And the one thing that I loved was that the announcers for, for our game was really trying to make it seem like, oh, my God, 
the Chiefs are not only wonderful on the offensive side of the ball. Look at that defense and how they lock down the Jets. And I'm like, what are you talking about? The Jets lock down the Jets. Like, yeah. So at the end of the day, like I said, it's like you said at the beginning of this program, it starts from the top, right? So when the coach doesn't care, the offensive coordinator doesn't care, Greg Williams pretty much is there because he probably knows he's going to get popped at the end of the year too. Nobody cares. It's going to show on the field. These players are playing dejected. They're playing like it is what it is. I'm just here to collect a paycheck. And everybody is just there hoping that if this is their last year on their contract, that they are doing a good enough job auditioning for the next team that they're going to play for. Because outside of that, what are they doing? They're like, oh, we're, we're, we're just showing up on Sundays to collect the paycheck and hopefully land that kid that uh, the, the franchise thinks is going to come save the franchise. And they're not going to stick any weapons around him either, by the way. But yeah. don't worry, because he's going to be better than Darnold. <laughs> I mean, it, it's Rich, it's, it's so – it's just disheartening, man. Because not only does this destroy, you know, because as fans, of course, you don't want to see your team lose like this every single week, but it also destroys the future because it, it, it starts, and you started, you talked, you touched on it a bit. Everyone thinks, hey, this is every week, it's, this is on Sam Darnold, this is on Sam Darnold. But again, when you look at the coaching, when you look at the protection, when you look at the issues that we have, and like you just said, they're not going to surround him with weapons. You'd hope that they'd have a better coach. I know some people think that Adam Gaze is coming back. If that does happen, whew, they're sticking him with, a whole hell of a lot of issues there at his coaching spot, but with no weapons, no protection, it's like, dude, we're, we're just wasting time here. We're wasting time. And it, that leads me to one of my questions for you. Cause one of the guys that was supposed to be a weapon that coming, that's coming here, Chris Herndon, he's been horrific, man. He's been so bad. I want to get your thoughts on him and his drops and his fumbles. Cause today he had a critical turnover. Yeah, angry Jets fan had me cracking up while I was listening, waiting on the line that he said, oh, maybe he had a hangover or something. Apparently his hangover has lasted his whole career. So um, Chris Herndon, right now, I don't understand. Every time that you've targeted him, for in these, especially in this game, that's a pass that you took away from Denzel Mims. Why yeah. didn't you go after the guy that you know can catch the ball, that you know doesn't fumble, doesn't turn over the ball. Why? What is it that I, I understand that Sam Darnold, this I am going to put on Sam Darnold because he said that he wants to, he thinks that him and Herndon were going to be like a one-two punch or whatever. Sam, give it up. It ain't going to happen. That's it. The <laughs> girlfriend that you like, nobody else, nobody else in the family likes her. And, no, and, and none of the immediate friends do either. She's no good. Okay? That's it. It's over. He's not going to be yeah. that guy. Chris Herndon will be out of the league after this season, okay? And or, or he'll get a shot someplace else because everybody's, of course, after the season's over, they're going to be like, well, he was playing for Adam Gates, so what do you expect, right? So he'll get yeah. a shot someplace else. And either and if he becomes great there, then I'm just convinced then, then it, that, it, that it is a Jets and Adam Gates thing. But yeah. at the end of the day, like I said, every time that you target – Herndon, you're taking away from people that could actually do stuff with the ball. Okay? And the only other weapon that you really had on the field was Denzel Mims. And why was he only targeted twice? Only the great offensive lines on the sideline, though. 
man. It's just it's it's so ridiculous. And then to watch this defense get cooked the way that it was getting cooked, it's completely ridiculous. Completely I ridiculous. We Tyree Hill. Go ahead. I actually thought that we were going to give up a touchdown to Chad Henney. I was like, don't you dare. Right, but <laughs> luckily that didn't happen. Yeah. And, you know, to answer your question that you, you didn't ask me, but you asked someone else about why do they keep giving Frank Gore the ball, I think that the offensive play sheet, instead of saying Frank Gore 2020, it must be turned around and it just says 2002, like they think this is Frank Gore <laughs> in his younger days. Like, the offensive coordinator has dyslexia. I don't know. And because you don't see that a 37-year-old running back should not be your first option after getting a first down to run the ball with while you're, like, on the 30. Then I don't know what to tell you. And I'm not even I mean, in the game of football. I'm just a fan. It's just, it's, it's just it's so ridiculous. But, Rich, I'm, I'm going to get back to these callers, man. I want to thank you for calling in. It was great speaking to you. Great speaking to you, too, Joe. Talk to you soon. All right. Yeah, we'll go one. Man, it is so frustrating to be a fan of this football team. Let me tell you. It is so frustrating. It is unbelievable to watch this team just fold week in and week out. And, again, I'm not upset about us losing to the Chiefs. They're – they're a better team than us. Everybody would understand that. It's the manner that we're losing in. We are coming out and getting coached under the table. We're, we're completely being coached under the table, and we're scared. When we should be the aggressors. We know what they're coming in with. What are you afraid of? Why are you coaching to lose, Loggins and Gaze? Why? I'm going to go back to these lines. I'm going to go back to these lines. I'm going to keep hitting these lines. 201, I'm coming to you, man. I want to get your thoughts on the second half collapse of the New York Jets offense yet again. Man, I just don't know what to do, man. Honestly, this team is just, you know, we don't got no pride, man. There's just no pride. Like, you would think, you know, like, let's play, but nobody wants to play. It's just ridiculous. You know, every time we turn on the TV, we see the same result. And then they say, oh, they tell us the same stuff. Oh, uh, we're great in yep. practice, but look who we're going against in practice this year. He's getting burnt. Yeah. You know, yep. What are we doing? P. Ryan, where, where's P. Where's these rookies? It is so insane. And you touched on, on a topic that I was ready to go there with you. We'll talk about Sam Darnold in a second, but what are your thoughts on the usage of men? Again, this guy has two catches today for 40-something yards, and that's it. We're not seeing much the, out of the him dude, at all within this offense. Isn't it mind-blowing that they're not utilizing his skill set even more? You, you know what I've been thinking? I'm thinking that uh, Gase is just going to keep trying to destroy this team, even though they know we have a little bit of talent. The rookies are okay, but, like, I just feel like he knows he's leaving, so might as well just keep destroying the, the, the potential of these kids because it's, just, it's ridiculous, man. We, we, we're watching – Incompetent football. Like, what are we watching? Yeah. This is disgusting. Yeah. And, and it's like, at what point are you going to really, as a GM, an owner, are you going to just have to pull the plug? Because this is just not even cool anymore. It's not fun. Even the teams have to put in their backup quarterbacks, and they're sitting around laughing and giggling and stuff, just looking at them. And then at the end of the game, we're all shaking hands. Like, nobody cares on the Jets squad. This is ridiculous. 
I'm a sore loser. I can't lose. They're just, oh, well, we lost the game. It doesn't matter. You know, like, oh, wow, let's just yeah. jump on the horse and ride away. Like, this is disgusting. Yeah. It, it, you know, I mean, coaches don't, around the league don't even respect Gates. They don't even want to shake his hand at the end of the day. It's just, what are we doing? Yeah. Dude, it is insane. It is insane to watch this. And you touched on a great topic, is on a great point, is the the coaching. The fact that we just seem to have no urgency, no urgency in our offensive play calling is mind-boggling. I mean, it, it just we're playing, blows we're you playing away for field goals. Yeah, and we're playing scared. That's the crazy yeah. thing. We're playing scared. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? The fact that we are literally just playing to lose, and the coaching is coaching to lose, and the coaching is coaching scared. Well, think about it like this. Well. Right before the half, the two minute, the two minute, uh, the two minute warning. What are we doing? Oh. We wasted so much time. Why are we calling a timeout? First of all, why are we killing a timeout? Like, what are we doing? Mm. Like, it just—it's <laughs> like I, I don't know what we're doing. Oh wow, the Loggins is a great. Oh my God, I just feel like Coach Gates gave him a playbook and was like, here, run these plays. Just make sure you know, make sure Man. you just kind of switch it up just a little bit. What were we doing? It's, it's, Man. it's to a point where you're just like, what are we doing? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we play to lose the game. That's what we do. It's, it's just disgusting. Like, I don't know. I really, I really don't understand. Yeah. And and I, I just want to go over to the defense with you real quickly. You look at the – I mean, Mahomes had 416. He had five touchdowns. This secondary got carved – uh, they didn't even like run the ball that hard at us it, when he was when he was playing and he was in the game until they shut it down and gave it to Henny. They had like twenty something yards before they really started trying to grind us up with Henny. What are your thoughts about the Jets secondary giving up I think like hundred plus yards to Travis Kelsey and giving up big yardage and TDs to, to Tyreek Hill? <laughs> what else can we say? It's the cheese. I'm tired of everybody saying, Oh, well, we're playing this team. It's the NFL. We got, we're playing teams that have talent. There's no excuses. And it's like, I touch on it like your last caller said, you know, it's, it's to a point where the media is telling them they suck. Players are telling them they suck. Everybody, you know, and after a while, you're not going to play well. Look at Sam. He can't even play well because he's just told that, oh, well, you're going to, you might be traded at the end of the year. You might, you know, like, it's not even like a trustworthy, uh, relationship that's going around in that building. Then you're telling Quentin Williams that he might be traded? Like, come on. And then all of a sudden, oh, you're not going to be traded. It's, it's like, yeah. it's so inconsistent. You walk into work like, oh, well, I, well we're going to lose this week. Well, you know, well, so what? You know, my job's still here. You know, it's just like, what are we doing? You know, and then it's like, you yeah. look at the last game, the last two games we had, Joe Douglas putting his hand on his face and looking. It's like, yo, they really, it's either they suck Oh, we're really good at acting to look like we care because this is <laughs> terrible. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, are we acting? Like, you know, like, it's just we really played to kick field goals today. Just think about that. We played the game to kick field goals. <laughs> we didn't even yeah. score a touchdown. I don't even think we even threw into the end zone. And this is after – you're speaking the truth. And this is after a week where we literally just got beat doing that. We just exactly. got beat doing that. It's just – dude, it's mind-boggling. Exactly. But I want to let you go, man. I got to keep going to these lines. Thank you for calling in, man. It was great speaking to you. Yes, you too, man. All right, you have a good one. Man, I, you know, 
this team, man, and I'm gonna keep going to the line seven three two when I come when I come back to the line, I'm gonna be talking to you. I just, dude, it's just mind blowing at this point. You go from anger to just being like, what the hell is going on out here? I mean, come on. The time management, the two minute warning, not under, not blowing through timeouts. Then you get your field goal blocked. You coming into the red zone after getting a turnover, or after getting after getting the Chiefs off the field, excuse me, where it's critical for you to score, and you just find a way to just throw that drive away. You're not getting it done. You're not taking shots at the end zone when you should be taking shots at the end zone. You're just giving up on drives, third and twelves. You're calling wide receiver screens. If you're not doing that, then you're not targeting the young offensive personnel that we should be targeting. You're not getting Mims the ball in his head. You're just doing nothing. You're just failing at every part of your job consistently, week in and week out, getting exposed. Today, the Jets' offensive coaching staff got exposed like never before because it wasn't just about talent in this game. And we've seen that in various games. It was today, it was the coaching was exposed. Today it was shown that the Jets, even with, when faced with obvious things that you should be doing, when it's obvious that you should be attacking, you choose not to. You choose to play scared because you're a coward and you coach like a coward. Going right back to the lines. I'm going back to the callers. This is insane. Caller, listen, I want you to t- talk to me about how you feel about Sam Donald's performance today and how you feel about this offense. Give me your thoughts, man. Hey, Joe, how's it going? Um, I'm really, really starting to worry about Sam's arm. I'm not sure. I don't think he's 100% out there. I just don't. You see it in the way he kind of walks after a hit. He's holding his shoulder. He's unstrapping his helmet with the other arm. It's it's scary. It's scary. And then how many times times are we going to – we're running the same plays it's it's almost gotten <laughs> to the point where you're, you're you're like oh wide receiver screen here we go run up the middle here we go yep. and and if yep. we're home figuring out you know the other team is just waiting for us salivating to and you you can see how 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 the Chiefs just I mean you got Mahomes piggybacking Tyreek Hill and you, you got other guys just joking around and falling yep. they got so bad a cat left he couldn't even take the game <laughs> it's just it's horrible right now that's a smart it's so cat. horrible right now. It's, it's, it's scary. It's scary, and and everybody blames Sam. But come on, I mean, the, the kid barely had time to step back, and, and most of the time he's throwing after his back foot. And he's to me, I'm scared. He's turning into a, a you know David Carr or something like that, where you you can see that sometimes he has happy feet, and I don't blame him. Yeah, yeah. First off, I want to thank you for calling in. You're speaking the truth, man. I look at this situation. Man, I saw Sam take some hits today, especially that one where he got smashed between those two two guys that were running at him full speed. I said, oh, my goodness. But this this offense is horrific. It is so bad, and you just talked about the, the predictable play calling. How in the world can you be rolling down, you're trying to get in the red zone, and you call a wide receiver screen on third and 12? How can you do that? I mean, what are wait, your wait, thoughts wait. about the lack of – taking shots in the end zone when we're in the red zone. Why Why aren't they doing that? I I really, you know, I can't explain it. I thought when Vincent Smith came back, maybe we would take more shots. 
between him and Mims, and we would see some longer shots downfield, and that hasn't happened. Um, you know, I, I see I see some of these other players, like that kid Ty we got out the practice squad. Everything he got to the ball, he seems explosive, but we don't hardly see him in the game. And we see the same thing happening. You know, I don't know if Frank Gore has some pictures on Gase or something that he keeps getting the ball the way he is or, or what's yeah. going on, but... It, it, I see these two, P. Ryan and, and, and that, that kid we got out the practice squad, they look explosive. Yeah, Johnson. And, and we just not getting yeah. them the ball. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, don't even get me started it, on her and Herndon. I mean, to Jesus oh. Christ. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> if he's know, Johnny it, Mitchell uh, being incarnated or something. I don't know. It, it's insane. And you touched on a great a great point there when you talk about these running backs is, there were some runs where I felt like if, if Frank Gore had more juice or was a younger guy with, you know, quicker legs, there would have been even longer games. There was a run where he went out to the left side, and there was some space for him to get away, but, he, dude, he couldn't do it. He doesn't have that same burst. Frank Gore is a 37-year-old running back, and they're running him like he's, like he's young, like he's 22. It, 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 it's not utilizing offensive personnel correctly. We've been talking about that since Adam Gaze got here. He had issues utilizing Le'Veon Bell. He had issues figuring out how to utilize other players on this, on this roster as well. Robbie Anderson was an issue here. Hell, we see on a oh weekly God. basis, he has an issue utilizing Sam Darnold correctly. We see it. I know Loggins is calling the plays right now, but it's the exact same thing. We're seeing the exact same stuff. And let me tell you something. Chris Herndon is garbage. I don't ever want to hear about that guy again. Ever. He should just be released. I don't ever want to hear – yeah, I don't ever want to hear anyone talk to me about, well, get this. we got this guy. He's going to be explosive. Don't ever talk to me about Chris Herndon ever again. He's trash. Ever. Yeah. I want to go to our with you, man, because – go ahead. It's just completely ridiculous, man. I just – I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand why we can't handle it. I think we lost him. If you, call her if you can call back. I think we lost you. But – it's completely ridiculous, completely ridiculous that we're watching this team go out there and be coached like this. It's unreal. The usage of players, not understanding how to utilize a guy's skill set, the play calling, the clock management, it's atrocious on a weekly basis. And again, the Chiefs were in cruise control. They weren't playing seriously. They weren't trying to put us away like they should have. They weren't really trying to kill us. If they really were trying to kill us, they would have put up 70 points easily. They could have done that easily. Mahomes had 416 on the day. He had five TDs. He was chucking things off his backfield, off his back foot, throwing underhanded passes, just doing anything and everything. It's insane. Completely insane. We are a damn joke. This franchise is a joke. This coaching staff is a joke. Just a joke. And we got exposed today. And it's not about losing to the Chiefs. It's not just about that. Because the Chiefs on paper, yes, they're a better football team than we are. It's about the way that we're losing. We look like we have no business being on the field with those football teams. No business. And the Chiefs is not the first bad loss. That we, we're coming off of a horrific loss to the Bills. 
a team that didn't even score a touchdown, and they still beat us. I'm going to go to the chat really quick. You got to go back to the Savages, man. They're going off. Val Outlaw in the chat, salute to you, Val. Val says, the caller was about to bring up Griffin, the other tight end, that hasn't even showed up after <laughs> at all after the extension that he got. Yeah. The utilization of the tight ends within Gaze's scheme, though, he's never done that well. He's never. You go back and you look at his history, he's never, he's never utilized tight ends effectively. Gusecki had issues in his, in his scheme. Everyone's had issues in his scheme. Not just quarterbacks have had issues in his scheme. No, one has, no quarterback has been successful in adding Gaze's scheme outside of Peyton Manning. That's it. If you're not Peyton Manning and you don't call your own plays, you're dead in the water with Adam Gaze. It's unbelievable. Tyler in the chat, salute to you, Tyler. Tyler says, also, don't get rid of Sam for Trevor. Get rid of the staff. Listen, I know a lot of people that like to blame a lot of things on Sam every single week. Every week, I do the same thing. It's Sam Donald's fault. Sam did this. Sam did that. Sam should have done this. Sam should have done that, dude. If you're watching these games on a weekly basis and you think that all of this is Sam Donald's fault, Sam cannot block for himself. Sam cannot call his own plays. Hell, we don't even let Sam audible. Did you know that? You know that when Sam comes out, he can see something and be like, oh, this play's not going to work. He can't audible out of it. That, that's proven. He said it. Adam Gaze has talked about it too. This, this team is a joke, man. And it's getting worse and worse every week. And the Johnsons are sitting back watching it happen. This game right here, this is coaching 101. There was simple stuff that we should have been doing. Simple stuff that we did not do at all. Just basic logic. You're going up against a team that can literally score hundreds of points every single year. Thousands, hundreds of points every year. With the quickness. They have no problem. This is a juggernaut. This is one of the best offenses that this that the NFL has ever seen and you play for field goals against them. If you can't get that through your thick skull, you have no business being a coach in the NFL. We should fire everybody. Everybody. There's no reason to keep these people on the staff. That's ridiculous. Just completely ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. With that said, folks, I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. It was great to speak to you folks today. I'm so frustrated with the with this football team and the way that we play. So frustrated. It is embarrassing to be a Jets fan. On all levels, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Future is bleak. Because we have so many questions about offensive talent. That is the biggest that is the biggest problem that Adam Gaze and his horrific staff have created. We have so many questions about the future of this football team because of the way that they have been coached and the way that they've been handled. Most people think we have a question mark at quarterback. We haven't had a franchise quarterback in decades. Go ahead and tell me that we can just find another one. 
We haven't been able to groom and mature a quarterback correctly in years. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Why? I don't know. They suck. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. That's three zeros. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You're going to troll me. No issues. I'm the troll is under the bridge, and I'll have my Darnold jersey on. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. But I'll wear that jersey. You can also follow my show's page as well on Twitter at the Long Beach Joe. I'm also on YouTube as well at Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets. You'll catch all my content, my live streams, everything else. And as always, people, when you see me in person, the arms out, chest open, free hugs for everybody. Free hugs. Especially in a time like this. This team is terrible. It's completely terrible. And it's sad. Because Jets fans don't deserve this. They don't. They really do. Sam Darnold doesn't deserve this. He doesn't either. So again, everyone, free hugs. You folks have a good one. Peace.